Welcome to A Love Worth Dying For, a podcast about the triumphs, challenges, and redemption of marriage and family life from a biblical worldview. We hope to challenge and help you cultivate a love of family truly worth dying for. We're Joseph and Janelle Banks, and this is What's Up. How you doing? This is a love worth dying for podcast. This is Joseph and Janelle Banks. And I hope that you've been having a good week so far. This again is another episode where we talk about dating. You know, before you jump that broom, there's some things you need to think about and to do and to ponder. And hopefully you'll make some of um, good decisions before you decide to get married. So, You know, firstly and foremost, you know, before you get married and this is this podcast is mainly being is mainly centered around um, those who are Christians deciding to be married. But if you're not a Christian and you listen to this podcast, these are some principles that you can use that you can live by. But one of the biggest ones that we want to start off this episode with is Second Corinthians 614, which says, do not be bound together with unbelievers. For what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? So one of the things which the Bible teaches us is that when you're about to be, um, or when when you decide to be married with somebody and you decide that you want to go forward with it, that it should be with somebody who is a Christian. That Because one of the biggest things you're going to have in contrast um, with, with somebody who's not a Christian is your deep core beliefs in what you believe in. Right. And that impacts all aspects of your life, your thinking, your speech, and your behavior. Right. It's not just about going to church. It's about everything because Christian Christianity is more than just you know believing in Jesus. It's, it's a whole lifestyle. It should be as evident of a Christian living um, in the world as you would see a Muslim. Of course, they have a certain type of dress. So you can kind of tell them most of the time um, off the bat by how they dress. Um, they do their prayers five times a day. They do um, uh, how they eat, their um, dietary laws and rules. But that should be the same thing for a Christian. It'd be something which should emanate from us. It should be something that is seen from us, that people will know who we are and what we believe and how we, as Janae said, um, Janelle said, how we talk, <laughs> I called you my daughter, but uh, how we talk and um, what we do and those things should come from us. But one of the things we need to hopefully, if you're being about to be um, dating, as one called it, just using that term because um, usually in the scriptures, you basically are single, then go from single to being married. The dating period is something that is really um brought together from families um, which we kind of talked about in the last episode but so dating is more of a modern term it's more of a modern term but how should your family your friends and even your church be involved in this dating relationship of today and going forward until Mm -hmm. marriage so what are some things you think like we have, you know, I just named those three parts, you know, family, friends, and church. So how should those three, 
be involved in this courtship right. um, of the two people um, desiring to be married. Right. Well, well, I think there's different levels of um, dating. Like some people may say, well, I'm going on a date, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm dating as in in a relationship which right. um, is exclusive with just that person. Right. Um, but when you are going on a date, hopefully you're not just going on a date and you haven't told anybody. Um, especially from a woman's standpoint, right. you, you definitely Safety. want to let other people know. And I know sometimes you have people that are away from family. Like for me, when I moved to Georgia, I didn't have any family here in Georgia. Right. Um, but I did have friends. Um, and eventually I um, was attending a church and things like that. So having people that have your best interests in mind, your family, your friends, your church, um, they're a good support as far as giving you tips and um, suggestions. And they can even be an eye to be an objective eye to look out for things that maybe you may not see because, you know, a lot of times if we're honest, we're, we're hopeful and we're, we're, we're desiring and we're just hoping that a relationship will work out sometimes mm -hmm. that we're not thinking clearly. Right. Um, I think another thing that's good as far as, um, when we think of dating is, is going out on group dates. Um, you could have different people from your family as well as other people or even friends mm -hmm. um, and even in your church I know for us when we uh, kind of went out on our first date but it was not really a date per se we didn't even know we were dating each other because it was like a group outing right? and church. it was mm -hmm. an opportunity to get to know each other right. without um what I want to say, all, I guess without all the pressure of, oh, it's just me and you, or right. we're kind of going out together, we're kind of checking each other out. So it's in a, in a way... You kind of see how they, you, how they kind of respond in a group setting with other people. Exactly. Or right. even to you, uh, without the pressure of, oh, I'm dating you, so I'm asking you these questions because right. I'm interested in you or something like that. So it's like, it's... It's a more relaxed way to get to know people. And I know everybody may not have the opportunity, but I would say as much as you can, having those people that love and care about you around mm -hmm. with someone that you may be interested in, that you see as a potential spouse, someone that you will become one with, mm -hmm. um, that's a big deal. Right. So you you want for those people that are close to you uh, to have input. Now, I know on the flip side, sometimes you have people that get married, they have a good relationship and they have family members and friends that aren't a good support. They're very negative and um, they don't have any good input into their lives. But I'm not talking about those people. Right. And hopefully you need to be able to discern who are those people in your friends and your family corners that even make good, that, right? And even your church, because obviously you're not going to invite your whole church or tell your whole church 
per se, when you're just getting to know someone, but there should be people in your life. Um, right. I know there's some people sometimes will say they're lonely or they don't have friends and, and sometimes certain situations and, um, lifestyles, um, people just maybe aren't likely to develop close relationships, but I will challenge those people, um, to examine themselves and to really look at why is it that I'm not developing close relationships? Right. Um, because I think one thing that a lot of us say, like for me, I would say I'm an introvert. Some people say I'm more of a ambivert, but I can be by myself and not think nothing of it. But as I developed, um, as a Christian and attended church regularly, I felt convicted that I needed to step outside of me and myself and really look at, well, what's going on with other people? How are they doing? Mm -hmm. Um, how can I be a part of their lives? Right. So, you know, when we think introvert, we should not let that be an excuse to say, oh, I'm just going to be by myself in a corner thinking, you know, chilling by myself with a book. And there's a time for all of that, obviously, but right. that should not um, dominate our lives. Yeah. And also the whole idea of having people there is that they'll keep you accountable. Right. And right. Um, that's one thing where you definitely need, especially as a Christian and depending on when you get married and how long you've been in the faith, do you have somebody who's looking out for your spiritual well-being mm. and also for making sure that you don't go through right. some of the problems which maybe they've gone through mm -hmm. and you they become an objective eye because sometimes when you're in a relationship you're so full of love or you're so full of um a desire to be with somebody or you're you're just you're you're anxious about getting to know this person mm -hmm. that sometimes you you're view of them can become skewed. Right. So I think having those people, whether it's your family and friends or the church involved in your relationship or involved in knowing that you're trying to get right. in a relationship right. will help you with traversing those waters and not get um, over your head um, pr um, beforehand. So you'll have some help in being able to look at the situation from a, a different view. Um, because they won't be as invested as you are. Right. So hopefully they will come at you with some maybe questions. some questions and mm -hmm. just want to know who the person is. Hopefully you'll be able to um, explain yourself a little bit more, who you who they are, you know, some of your thoughts on on dating, and hopefully those things can then line up, especially if they're Christian, with scripture. Um, and speaking of that, you know, one of the verses which we look at when we that we should look at was well, a verse that we look at for a lot of different reasons but it's also a verse you can look at when it comes to being in a relationship or or the hopefully getting in a relationship and it's from second timothy 3 um 16 and 17 which says all scripture is inspired by god and profitable for teaching for reproof for correction for training in righteousness so that the man of god may be adequate equipped for every good work mm. so scripture then is one way in which we can evaluate how we are dealing with our relationships right so you know it, it's one thing for you who are trying to 
go into dating to understand that you need to have not only yourself filled with scripture, hopefully the person that you're dating is someone who see sees scripture as as highly profitable, as 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 something that is a gift from God. Right. See it as something that will help them and you to to um, hone your hone yourself and, and, and as a sanctifying um, device for being um, created from um, be made in the image of Christ and ultimately to be um, changed into um, in, for, for righteousness sake. So those are some of the things we really have to look at as, you know, who you're being involved with, your support system in the relationship, and then having the scriptures to be the authority on all things that you do think and say right. when getting into this relationship. Right. So from that, you know, what should dating actually look like? You know, keeping in mind that you are dating for the purpose of marriage and Hopefully, when you're dating somebody, like Janelle said, you're not just dating to date. Because mm-hmm. I think that was one of her issues, you know. Right. When we got, when we started um, dating, she, was, she even asked me, I remember a phone call we had. She's like, you know, what is your purpose? You know, because she didn't just want to just date just to be dating. Right. And for, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> yeah, for women, it's like, you know, they, 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 they see themselves as, I think you have to look at it from a biological standpoint and also a spiritual standpoint that, you know, women are getting older, and as they get older, the idea of being married is to have children, and she well, don't want to just don't have. That's the just, only thing. No, it's not I, one. Yeah. It's not the only thing. But I guess it's one of the things where, especially when you look at some of the people who get married later in life. Mm-hmm. Um, do, what do you see marriage as? Do you see it as a uh, marriage as just you being, being with this one person, or do you see marriage as something that's going to build a family? Right. Um, and of course, we know as Christians, we are, have been adopted into the faith through Christ Jesus. And the adoption itself is a blessing right. that you don't have to have somebody who's biological to be your child. You can adopt somebody as your child. And right. that's something we will probably talk about in a later episode as adoption is a blessing itself. Oh, um, even though we both came from natural births and our children having natural births, but adoption is always an option to have. And I, we know of right. people who have adopted and, and brought those to their family. But when it comes to relationship, you know, mm-hmm. you know, um, looking at what, what is the long-term view of your marriage? Are you looking to have kids? A long-term These are like view of your relationship. relationship yeah. And then, mm-hmm. which goes into marriage. Because the person who you're who you're spending this time with and you're getting to know, these are some questions you're gonna have to ask. You know, these are some things you're gonna have to find out. You know, hopefully you're spending quality time with the person, um, and you'll get to be able to ask these questions. Like Janelle said, you know, when you're in a group setting, which is a which is actually a protection too, right? Um, from from sinful thoughts right. and sinful ways, but. If you have time to be um, with that person one on one, hopefully in a public setting, <laughs> right? Um, you know the things you talk about. You know what are you looking for? Um, what should? So you know, I'm gonna ask you this question: What should the dating aspect be? You know, um, where do you go? Um, what do you talk about? And uh, what are some of the um, what are some of the issues that you can kind of hem out beforehand? Mm-hmm. In just getting to know the person, you know you, that person you may not marry, but what are some of the things when you're dating should y'all kind of discuss and, and find out about each other? Hmm. Well, 
just kind of thinking for myself, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the things you definitely want to know is, is that person even interested in being married? But mm -hmm. as a Christian looking at, is that person, a, are they a believer? And what do they believe? Because a lot right. of people may say, you know, I believe in Jesus. I believe in God. But what exactly do you believe about Jesus? And what exactly you believe about God? Um, and knowing that for yourself too, because you can't just be wanting to know, well, what does this person know? And you don't have a response to give for yourself because right. they obviously may want to know too. So right. definitely where, where are they at with whether they want to get married or not? Not saying that they have to marry you. Right, right. And this kind of goes back to when I had went to a conference and one of the classes I took, I don't remember the name of the class, but. I'm assuming it was surrounding relationships and it was a man and his wife that was teaching it. And the woman, um, ended up saying that her thing is if you're going to go on a date with someone, you need to ask all that you want to know and you need to express all it is that you desire, um, for a relationship, not saying that it's going to be with that person, but if, potentially it would be with that person that person needs to know does your idea of what this relationship will look like line up with theirs right um and a lot of times sometimes people don't say certain things because they're trying to be deceptive they have their own idea in mind and they know that if they reveal all that they desire that you may not want to be a part of it but and you gotta you know, be kind of careful also because it's like right. some people so you do have to be discerning about, with some people not being truthful not, not, being not only about not being truthful but i think some people are guarded about certain things but you mm -hmm. want to get as much information about them from them as you can because you don't want to get in a relationship and if it gets serious and then there's something you didn't know or you didn't have um access to knowing about them and then an issue come up later mm. and it's something which y'all could have discussed when you were just getting to know each other dating right um whether it's something that's financial whether it's something um medical medical um issues like even with janelle i i had to decide you know would i be comfortable marrying somebody who has an, an illness um that only by the grace of God, unless the Lord took it away or medical um, practices come to a point where they kind of cure um, uh, diseases, would I be okay marrying her? Mm -hmm. And that's something which, you know, you know, something will go in further, deeper later, but that's something you have to think about. Um, right. And even spiritual, which Janelle mentioned about earlier, you know, do y'all have a same denomination? Are those do, are they do they um are they compatible um are are your theological understandings something that is is um um congruent with each other and you know that's something which you have to think about when before you get in a marriage um even the scripture says that um uh that you know that being equally yoked right so it's like <laughs> Are you yoked on things which are, which are 
deeper than the surface level questions that that you may have. So like I said, you have to really prod right. the person. And just to be clear, when the Bible talks about being equally yoked, it's talking about, you know, being yoked with a believer. Right. So you so that's why even at the beginning of the discussion, we kind of talked about this is a really a discussion between believers and believers. Right. So hopefully it won't there won't be much differences, but we know that these yeah, days when you start yeah. you start hearing about different things going even in, in the news and culture, you hear about people who say they're Christian and then the, you hear about the things they believe. There is they're kind of jarring with sometimes here the whoa, you're a Christian, you believe that? Right. So you really have to find out what this person believes. Mm-hmm. And and don't go into a, a dating relationship thinking I can change this person. Right. Because Truly, the only one that can change people is God. Right. You know, the Holy Spirit working and moving. Now, we can influence people. um, But that shouldn't be your mindset of, okay, I see all these um, red flags and I'm going to ignore them. Just because. um, Just because or, you know, things like that. Like, I know for even me, naturally i wouldn't uh date someone that smokes but i did at one point and mm-hmm. and you know kind of looking back on myself i'm like that should have just been like once i found out that person was a smoker a it should have been like and <laughs> eh. right i don't know if in my mind i was thinking well maybe they'll change you know there were times where i try to discourage that person but that was a long habit that that person had and if right. they were going to change it was going to be on them it wasn't gonna be anything that i could say or do that was gonna make that person right change so that's just kind of like one example of something that you know and even if someone's a believer it doesn't mean you have to marry every believer that's the one area that god gives us the opportunity to make choices once right. you realize like hey i'm in line with what God's word says to marry a, another believer and you know but that, don't but that to, doesn't mean yeah. you have to marry the first believer, Every believer that you right. right that you meet. Um, you still want to get to know people, and you right. still want to you know have some kind of connection uh, with people. And one thing you kind of um, put like in our little outlines we have, you put observe everything. Right. So there's something you want to be mindful of is that when you're when you're with somebody, observe everything about the person, what they do, how they respond to different mm-hmm. things. Because somebody may have an anger issue. Right. So how would you then deal with that? Is that something which you want to let, deal with? Want to deal with? <laughs> something that you'll let go? You know, that's just how they are. Right. Um, how do they deal with um, people? Um, right. Uh, with right. family? With family? Are they... And that could be another thing, too. Sometimes you see their anger towards other people, mm-hmm. but not realizing like that anger could transfer to you, you right, very right. quickly, depending on the situation. Right. Um, Most and we, we've kind of mentioned before about how I had like a list of things about, um, you know, what I was going to personally be looking for in, a man, um, yeah, in husband. marriage. Maybe I'll share that at another time. I'm yeah, not maybe sure. Maybe kind of go but... through that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's um, definitely something that you want to do is observe. God right. has given you your eyes. He's given you your ears. He's given you a mind to think. Right. Um, and although in dating and in a relationship, there's attraction, physical attraction. There's 
uh, mental attraction, there's right. emotional attraction and all those things, but don't let your thinking and your observation go out the door right. with that. Right, most definitely. And for this last part, um, what do you do when you are dating a Christian and you realize that they are not the person you want to marry? Now, we kind of discussed this a little bit, but this is one of those things where, you know, you want to kind of find out, is there a stopping point to this? Um, because, you know, you may be dating this person and um, you're you're enjoying this person. Maybe y'all have similarities. Y'all have things that y'all both enjoy. You both like to go out, like to travel, or maybe you like to go to the movies or different things that, that are similar. But what if when you start having these discussions and you start to get to know this person more and more, you find out this person is not compatible with you or you find out, you know, this is not the person who I would like to marry, want to be my spouse. You know, what are the things that we should do? What are some of the, you know, sometimes it's hard to break off relationship when you're not a Christian. Now, when you're a Christian, your relationship, okay, this I found somebody who's actually a Christian and I'm actually getting a chance to know. But what do you do when you find out, you know, wow, this, there's some it, things yeah, that- not working This out. is not working out or some things which I don't know if I can- be in a long-term relationship or uh, a, a a a a relationship which we are supposed to have for the rest of our lives with mm. what are some of the things you need to do mm. wife of mine <laughs> that's a good question um for one i think you want to treat that person with respect right um always with any relationship and I, and i think that's the one thing looking at when you're a Christian, we obviously know that our guiding light is God's word right. and, and the Holy Spirit. So seeking God's word, knowing God's word, um, praying, Definitely. seeking wise counsel, um, all those things we've kind of talked about in, in previous episodes are definitely things you want to do because... You might be wanting to break off the relationship and it may not be a legitimate reason that you wanted to break it off. Now, of course, you're dating, so it's not, uh, what you would say, contractual. It's right. not, um, in the sense, permanent as when you are actually married and now, right. hey, God's word says, no, you're not just going to separate. But um, yes, you can decide that, hey, a dating relationship is not, going where I would like it to go as right. far as heading towards marriage, which is that that is the end goal. Um, so breaking it off, you want to make sure you're definitely being respectful because I think about our relationships and um, marriages as Christians is definitely going to be different from the world. Right. Not to say there won't be aspects that will be similar, of course, but you know, when you hear about people that say, oh, this person did something violent to somebody's property or, or they got in a fight or, right. or they exchanged some really obscene words, that should not be characteristic of two Christians deciding that, hey, this didn't work out. <laughs> um, you know, so you always want to be... something you saw beforehand in some right. kind of way, like you're someone be observant. Right. And hopefully you would have seen some form of that, depending on how long you've been dating or the courtship have gone. Right. You've seen some 
element and i of hate that. just using the word dating and courtship because sometimes it it, it it makes it out as if it's it's more permanent than it actually is and that's why it's so important to have ongoing uh conversations about hey i'm just getting to know you right you know and as you get to know to know that person you then can realize like okay do i want to make this something more exclusive or is this just gonna be okay i know this person and they could be you know a friend or associate or, well, how about or this? someone let me I ask know. you this should christians date exclusively one person do you think mm. that is wise for a christian if you're getting to know people to be dating just one person and not more than one person well, I think as far as the word dating goes. Or getting to know. I mean, I think initially you can get to know different people, but at some point you have to be observant to see, well, what is going on. And obviously it has to be some words communicated about, right. oh, we would like to date each other exclusively. Um, Got to be communication. But the only thing with that is, Okay, now that you've decided to date exclusively, are you dating exclusively as far as, oh, we're trying to to lead towards engagement and then marriage? Or are we kind of dating exclusively and we think that if this doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. So it's kind of a, I think a case by case yeah, in a sense. I, I guess because you, can't, you can't be dating three people and all three of them you're trying to okay i want right. to one day be married and you're both right because then that can be you know that's we don't believe in no polygamy right so, right so i guess what i say dating if you're steady either having conversations with this person right. and and meeting their friends and their families going out with them that's to be very you strange know, doing that for more than one person right exactly so in that case you know, obviously you have to kind of make it exclusive. However, it needs to be communicated because right. you might be thinking, oh, I'm going out with this person. We seem to be talking a lot, you know, whatever, but they may be talking with somebody else. So open communication right. is open key. Communication. You got to let people know because yes. one thing you don't want to happen is that you are a you person who your... is exclusive to this right. one person and other person is like, well, I, I'm dating this person. Right, I'm dating a we're few not committed. others. We're not married. We're not committed. Right. I'm just getting to know you and I'm getting to know other people too. Those things have to be communicated. That's one. Right. That's what be, maybe we have one episode we'll just talk about communication because I think in relationships, communication is the biggest yeah, thing. Never assume. God never. has, God is a God of communication. He gave us his word. Exactly. He spoke and he spoke life into existence. Right. So, you know, the whole idea of the bible and the gospel preaching the gospel it's all about communication life is mm. about communication so and relationships and relationships yeah. and the relationships that's built off that communication so that's something that's very important you have to make sure that your intentions are known and that you're not keeping nothing a secret especially if it's somebody who you care for and want to be in a relationship with so these are some things which we hope that you'll keep in mind and hope that you'll look at because the 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 whole aspect of getting to know somebody or right. and quote unquote dating or courtship is for the Christian to be married. And hopefully you're not just dating just to date, just to be hanging with somebody. Because also the Bible says in Hebrews 13, 4, 
Marriage is to be held in honor among mm. all, and the marriage bed is to be undefiled for fornicators and adulterers. God will judge. So ultimately, hopefully you're seeing that, hey, I want to be married with this person right. and I know I can't do things with this person that people in the culture do. I can't treat dating as if it's marriage. Right. You can't go around having sex with person who you're dating. You can't go Touching, around doing things yeah. that people who are married do. Um, living with somebody, um, say, oh, I'm, I'm going to date with this person. I'm going to live with this person for a while. You can't do those things mm. and, ex- and, and, and think that that is something that God will um, like and something he will be with, pleased yeah. with he will not be pleased with that and that's something which we have to be mindful of when you're getting these relationships that hey I need to keep marriage in high honor and because mm-hmm. I would see marriage as something that's honorable I am going to treat this getting to know this person with respectfully yeah. and and I want to be um, uh, sincere about mm-hmm. it and if I'm in a relationship which I know is not going in the direction that is leading to marriage or when that I don't feel that we're gelling together be respectful enough to say to to let the person communication about it because there could be some legitimate reasons right of some things that's going on and and that that kind of just leads into the whole idea of marriage is that there are going to be periods in time where you and your spouse may feel like you're not gelling but that doesn't mean you break off that relationship Right. You know, so I think having the that person mindset, may actually be a good friend. Right. So you don't want to spoil a friend because you feel that the person is not marriage worthy. The person may be somebody who could be you could use or who you can come to and talk to when you may find somebody else. So you never well, know. I don't know about that. Well, yeah, that's something we can talk about in a different episode. <laughs> Especially when you talk about people right. who are friends of the opposite sex. Right. I know there's a lot of people yeah. have a discussion on that. Yeah. And there's a there's a debate about that. Should yes. you have friends who are of the opposite sex? Yeah. You know, while married, no. While yeah. married. Well, I think we could we could that's another episode <laughs> we can discuss. So we're gonna end this episode. I hope you got something from it. Hope it's something that you can be um a springboard for discussions with that person whom you may be in a relationship with. And you're looking to hopefully get married to. Hopefully, these are some things you can discuss with that person and you can think about. But open communication is definitely the key when it comes to being in a relationship with anybody. um, But especially someone who you um, feel that you want to marry. So, hope you enjoyed the episode. Definitely um, like this episode. Share and um, tell others about this episode on whatever platform that you're seeing this. And I hope that um, it has been a blessing to you. And hope that you gain something from it. Um, also, definitely make sure to check out our other episodes, which we have dropped. We have 10 other episodes prior to this. This is episode number 11. And we have more that we are definitely willing and, and definitely ready to share with you in the upcoming um, days and months ahead. So again, this is Joseph. And Janelle Banks. This has been a love worth dying for. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you for listening to a Love Worth Dying For podcast. We hope you were encouraged, educated, and blessed by the show. Hope to see you back again on our next episode. You can check us out on Twitter at Love Worth Dying For or email us at alovewortdyingfor at gmail.com. So until next time, grace, peace, and love to the glory of God.